All right, make sure we're recording this time. Fucking bullshit. It's sweet, it's so recording. It's, it's red. So, it's so, so hot. hot. Red. Red hot, baby. It's gonna catch everything. Like lava. Boy. Jesus Christ, you gotta stop doing that. <laughs> What's up, boy? <laughs> this is the Unresearched Podcast, and we're finally getting into the final pirate captain that we're gonna cover. Black We'll probably do this as just the intro. Oh, is it gonna be a two-part? This might be a three-parter. Blackbeard yeah. All right, we'll keep it 20, 20 minutes each. Please. Yeah. Also, we might do like intermediate, like the trilogy boy. Yeah, there's like things that go into the story and weave in and out. Right, we can't it. tell the story of Blackbeard in one, one, one go. It's not like the other pirates. Like you know, sometimes we went thirty minutes on some of the other pirates, like Calico Jack. I think, yeah, yeah, they were like long. Charles Vane. Some of those guys. But everyone, all these dudes, that all the cover, pretty much all of them that we've had covered, except for maybe two or three, had direct ties with Blackbeard. That motherfucker was always that around. Cool was, was, he was like the fucking top notch. Everyone was like fucking scared of shit of Blackbeard. Like the Zeus of the yeah. city. He's the motherfucking cracking. If you ask anyone, like, can you name a, a famous pirate? They'll either say Jack, oh. Captain Jack Sparrow oh, yeah. <laughs> or Blackbeard. Oh, yeah, Blackbeard. Blackbeard and Jack Sparrow, I guess. Who's the other guy again? Lady. Who's the other guy? Hook. Captain, Captain Hook. Hook. Yeah. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Crunch was. That's going to gonna be the last episode. Yeah. yeah, I think he was more of an Admiral. Admiral Crunch. It clearly says Captain Crunch on the box. Or Barbosa, to a lesser extent. No one gives a shit about Captain Barbosa. From the Pirates and Caribbean movies. Oh yeah, Barbosa. Is that a real pirate? No. What about the pirate from uh, SpongeBob? Oh, it's in that pirate. SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. <laughs> so Blackbeard is that's the top Jew. Ready? All right. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> SpongeBob Blackbeard. Blackbeard SquarePants. So like everything that we know about pirates, that everyone's fascination with pirates, my personal fascination with pirates stems from this fucking fool, because he was so badass. And it's basically the way that he died was so fucking badass too. Damn, he died a cool death. Cool, fucking like, so fucking gnarly. I'll like spoil it now. Do you want to wait? Can you can you grow a big black beard beard? Yeah, I cannot. You, you want to be Blackbeard for Halloween? Me and you. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll fucking sail around the. The beaches. Yeah, so there's that show Black Cells that we were talking about. Remember the like, Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you have to be Blackbeard. And then, like the, the dude Long John Silver is all scared as fuck. He's a chick, right? And then he goes into like the brothel. And he's like, yeah. We gotta set you up a meeting with the Blackbeard. And then they go in there, and it's like a woman, but her bush is so so yeah. Gnarly. Like, it's why like they big. call her Blackbeard? And he's like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that's just a kind of a joke. That's just kind of oh, how over like everyone's head Blackbeard was. They had. Just like the mention of like you might meet Blackbeard somewhere, yeah, yeah. but he wasn't that gnarly of a dude. He never really killed anyone. He never went into battle with anyone. He just cultivated this reputation. He was like the original like OG like like cultural like pop star, like a fucking badass. Yeah, like a fucking. He was so badass, no one wanted to fuck with him. So as soon as you saw his, uh, his flag sailing towards you. Like you wanted to surrender immediately. Oh, because fucking shit fuck. balls, dude! Dude, is that Stop, talk normal? <laughs> Drop trowel. Yeah, it's like bend over. It's like shit. Is that Blackbeard? No, 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 no. Blackbeard's okay. no, no. Blackbeard's in Virginia. You don't now. fucking play with <laughs> me, bro. Don't dude, fuck, quit playing. It's like captain, captain. It's like what is it? It's like uh, I don't want to like, bum you out, but I think Blackbeard's uh, approaching us. It's like 
What the fuck, dude? Okay, surrender. Starboard. Starboard. Forward. Fast. <laughs> surrender. Surrender. Behind the island. Okay, so let me, I wrote this whole bit. Uh, we'll get going on this. This is just kind of a preamble before we actually... This is part one of the Blackbeards. All right, sick. If you're going to do a story of the greatest, most legendary, and notorious pirate of all time, you have to accept that you're not going to break any new ground. Now, I can handle that. Like, I'm not going to be telling anything in the story that hasn't really been told, because everyone's told the story of Blackbeard. I mean, I never heard it. Okay, well, <laughs> the story has Holy been told, shit, dude, retold, exaggerated, embellished, and mythologized again and over again by people way smarter than me. And really, it's because the story of Edward Blackbeard Teach can be told time and time again. It will never get boring because this fool was legit. This guy was like legit boss. He's oh, like the shit. final level. Oh, shit. Of Super Mario? Of yeah. Zelda? He's like the King Koopa. The King. <laughs> you fucked up all his little kids. All his little homies. <laughs> all the little homies and all the little worlds. And then you finally got to Koopa's castle. You, and that's can't, you can't beat that shit. No, you, it's too fucking tough. Actually, when you get to King Koopa, it's not that hard to beat him. You just jump over him and you hit the... kind of a little bitch, huh? Yeah, you just jump over him. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to get to. You hit on the axe. Yeah. And then you he just, just falls. Falls, falls, yeah. We'll, we'll got to do Super Mario Bros. later. Episode. Well, we should. We can talk about like the Super Mario world. Yeah. Being part that might be tight. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, uh, Blackbirds will never lose any appeal or any of the mystique that makes this particular part of history so compelling and enthralling. The appeal and attraction to the golden age of piracy lives and dies with Blackbeard the pirate. Every notorious pirate captain we've unresearched can be tied back to Blackbeard in some sort of way. That's because he created the mythos, the image, the fascination, and like the whole... Um, ideology of what being a pirate is pirate, being a pirate captain like that's he kind of like created that whole mythos from all the things that we've talked about he's like a just like a historic figure like just yeah. as popular as jesus <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't say that but <laughs> maybe even more popular more popular than jesus blackbeard's <laughs> more popular than jesus um he's essentially just that fucking badass as a historical figure which is the aura, the whole aura of the man can be uh, incite an ethereal reaction once you delve into the legend that is Blackbeard the Pirate Captain because he created the legend for himself. Like he knew marketing, he knew what was going to work and what wasn't going to work to make so he wanted to create this whole image of himself so that he wouldn't, people saw his flag or saw his boat coming. You shit your they, pants. You shit your pants you and don't fuck with them. Yeah. And his whole goal was like, I got to keep my homies on my ship alive. And if we go into battle, my homies on the ship are probably going to die. That's what set, set it apart from Steve Bonnet, who was like, all right, let's just go attack that ship. And like, like why? It's like, I don't know. We're fun. Get them. Get them. Get, get your guns. Yeah, get your guns, boys. Get them, boys. Yeah, so he never wanted to fight a battle that he knew he couldn't win. So he fled more than often than he actually fought. He's strategies. Yes, all straight strategies. smart. A smart, smart man. Strategy, smart pirate. And he was also one of the oldest pirates, like, because we covered Captain Hornigold, who was old and died at sea. He's too horny. He was too horny. But uh, most pirates captains during this age were all in their like, like early to mid to late twenties. Blackbird lived up to be about thirty-seven years old. So that's old as fuck when it comes to pirate times. Pretty. I was when I'm thinking of, of his crew, I just think about like all these huge muscular fucking pirates just ready to fucking throw down. Yeah. But it's probably not the case, right? <laughs> they're, just, they're just regular ass dudes. I don't. I don't really know too much about many of his captains. He had like a few. Like his quartermaster was Edward, ha uh, Mister Hands, and then the other one was like his main side guy. His name was like Black Caesar. He's like this um, 
former slave that uh, created a kingdom of himself. Like, had a harem of, like, 20 women on an island. and Oh, shit. And he just became, like, he got captured, and then he escaped, and then he created, like, this whole, like, harem of women on this island, oh. and was just, like, kind of, like, the king, oh, the nice. Caesar of the island, and then he got, he got caught up with Blackbeard, and he became Blackbeard's number two guy. So, and it's like, it's like say something to Caesar. Caesar would go tell it to Hands, and Hands would tell it to the rest of the crew. So that's why he kind of Smith those that he was almost like uh, separated from everyone else. Like you can't see this fool. It's yeah, like, he's like the Godfather. Yeah. yeah, he like whispers, and he doesn't because he doesn't want anyone to know what he's saying. Well, I'm thinking if if you're on his fucking, pi- you're a pirate on his sh- pirate ship, like you were like in the best band, or yeah, whatever, the best, yeah, crew, whatever. He made sure that everyone that on he because he. The rules of piracy still applied to Blackbeard. They, the, his ship could have bought him out whenever they wanted, but they would never do that because he was such a badass He's too captain. Cool, yeah. Dude. yeah, so and he treated everyone like good enough so that like, yeah, like we're gonna be time, hey, hey. we still have all like we still have say on everything. We still have say on like the pirate the pirates code still applied on Blackbeard's ship. So mad respect. Yeah, so everything was a. Uh, a democracy on every pirate yeah. ship, right? Yeah, yeah. So then Blackbeard adhered to that to like a fucking level that like we're like in the Pirates of the Caribbean like stick to the code. Steelman. Yeah. We'll call him. What was that in like, what was that movie the second one where like uh who's the dude for the Rolling Stones plays Johnny Depp's oh, dad? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like the keeper of the code, he has the big giant code book and then someone says like maybe we just go against the code and he just shoots him dead real quick. It's <laughs> like never break the code. Damn. Yeah, it's like that. So anyway, where was I? Um Knowing that during his lifetime just the mention of his name will strike fear into any honest sailor uh, is fucking mind boggling. The legend of a large monstrous pirate captain who is said to accept no prisoners unless complete surrender was granted who always shadowed himself in a fog of smoke and sulfur as if he was the devil himself, armed with eight loaded pistols holstered at his sides. Even then, having unloaded his pistols, his skill with the cutlass was notoriously deadly, as told in taverns and merchant ships all throughout the Caribbean, and it just made his legend grow, without him even having to fire a single shot. His crew, obeying his every command, were just as ruthless and violent as their captain, hardened men, damned men, who sailed with Blackbeard for the sole purpose of taking revenge against the civilizations that betrayed them, and with the desire to take it all back. So the story is told. That was the legend of Blackbeard. Damn. He cultivated that shit. Like, what's saying, like, oh, he must have had a fucking hard-ass crew, right? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he would want you to think that. Yeah. He would want you to think that shit. E-D-E, Blackbeard has. Yeah. Uh, Blackbeard's most famous shit was the Queen's Anne's Revenge, Known for hoisting the black flag of a devil piercing a heart with a stick, threatened, threatening annihilation to any and all if complete surrender wasn't granted. If you saw his black flag approach, it was best to just surrender without a fight. Because he'd yeah, fuck dude. you up. But he probably yeah, really would. Blackbeard fucks. Dude. Yeah, dude. So the mythology of Blackbeard is in the same level as many mythological lo- icon from any ancient time Hercules, King Arthur. But what made Blackbeard so fucking awesome was that he created this mythology during his own lifetime. Like, he created it, like, you heard stories about, like, Greek mythology figures, like, fucking Troy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad like, Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt, right? And uh, Homer from Troy, or Achilles from Troy. Like, that. these are stories were told centuries later. Yeah, he was He's telling him. that shit right when he's alive. Like, All right, lads. Yeah. It's gonna go down that I am badass as fuck. Say, <laughs> so, hey, like, everyone... 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, go to this tavern and say fucking Blackbeard's the best motherfucker on earth. Tell him I'm good looking yeah. too, and I have a big dick. But he backed up a lot of his claims too, though. So that's kind of also check out my big dick. Yeah, check out my dick. <laughs> um, he lived to see his legend grow, and he cultivated it. He made sure fanboys like me would know his name and know what he did centuries after he died. He was just by reputation, and his rock star status was much larger as a myth and legend during his own lifetime that overshadowed the actually cautious, calculated, and cunning man he really was. He created the myth so that he didn't have to do much more than just be the character of Blackbeard, where his, some other pirate captains would use force and brutality. Blackbeard cultivated such an aura of fear and dread that he used it not to have to be that person he created. So he never really was like as gnarly as... Yeah. He was pretty chill most of the time. I know. I wonder if he's just like a big softy. Probably. But to become known to be the most feared and most notorious and violent pirate, he did resort to deep and grotesque acts of cruelty if his status was ever challenged. You got to keep it real, baby. So if yeah. anyone was like, dude, he's just a pushover, then all of a sudden he's like, grab a knife, cut off your finger. It's like, oh, am I pushover? And throw your finger over. Yeah, if you test him. Like, Don't test if me. Shit, if shit goes down, he'd be yeah. like... There's this, bitch. there's this one story Arr. I'll tell you the story that uh, he was having dinner with his like his main crew with right? his mates with his mates like the, his top guys all like that helped him run the trip his first mate did he have a monster um, and they were just everything was chill and then all of a sudden he just grabs his fork stabs it stabs his homie in the hand and he's like what the fuck did you do that for he's like so you know never to fucking not fear me and then takes it continues eating. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So he was a kind of a Vata. He was a crazy Vata. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how you cultivate that image. He never, probably never really wanted to do that shit. Like, I got to keep this shit up. I yeah. got to keep the fear levels pretty, uh, pretty yeah. up. Yeah. Because if like people start, people don't, so people don't start getting ideas and shit. Yeah. So don't, no one's going to catch Don't be slipping. getting ideas, mateys. <clears throat> he, <laughs> so we did a whole series of captains during Blackbeard's reign. Alluding to this legendary character pretty much for every proper pirate that we had discussed. Uh, but he was always silently looming in the shadows, the ship in the fog before we actually see it in full view. Making sure <laughs> shit is steady and going, dude. Yeah. But to begin, let's talk us with his start as a pirate. Little is known of his early life, except that he was born in Bristol, England, and at a very young age joined a merchant ship that brought him to the Caribbean and most significantly, Jamaica. And it's in Jamaica that Edward Teach would come under the tutelage of the grizzled and experienced Captain Benjamin Hornigold, who we just yeah, talked about. So he might have been a teenager when he caught up with Hornigold. So Hornigold like, like, saw this fucking fool smart as fuck. He's fucking gnarly as fuck. He knows his shit. I'm, I'm tapping this fool to be my second in command, like almost immediately. So he was like maybe in like his early 20s by the time he, Hornigold gave him his own ship. To sail alongside Hornigold under his command. So they, there's a whole falling out that they have eventually. Right. Um, at this point, they're just acting as privateers under protection of the King of England. So, having proven his worth and skill in 1716, uh, he is put in command of a sloop by Benjamin Hornigold and stunned under his command. Uh, and then by 1717, he uh, took the king's part in and became. Like the dude, Tornigold became like the pirate captain that was like all against the pirates. Yeah, yeah. That started trade, like uh, betraying all his homies and hunting them down and shit. Uh, and it was that decision that Blackbeard was able to set out on his own path 
and create the legend that he aspired, uh, aspired to be. And that's where we'll end this episode of Blackbeard. Oh, that thick-ass beard. Yeah. Do you think he was born with a beard? Yeah, I think so. What so, if that shit was fake, dude? I guess <laughs> I saw an act. It probably... Okay, so that's <laughs> another thing. Like, So he... There's the image of Blackbeard was that he was like... He was a big dude already. Like, he was like maybe 6'6", six, six, which is ripped. huge. Yeah, huge for that time, right? Uh, he had this image of like he would always carry like six guns on him at all times because like, they were single shots. Yeah, so then like, it's like he'd fire one, and then he'd have <laughs> he'd have his axe in one hand and a cutlass in the other hand, six guns on his side. Damn. He would put like uh, wax and um, things in his hair, like um, and wicks, like fucking Jack candles. Like, yeah, so he put all the shit in his hair, and right when he knew he was gonna board a ship, he would like kind of like make the people like like light some uh, gunpowder, so you get the smell of sulfur, like oh. smell of gunpowder. And then he would like light his hair on fire and his beard in fi- on fire, and he'd create this like smoke around him. So that he was like he's like this big intimidating figure, and that's what led the the uh, the legend of him. So if you saw him, like no one yeah. really saw him that often until he came onto your ship, Damn. and he's like already this big fucking foreboding character, oh, and he already know his mythology. Like he already created this whole image for himself before he even guts on your ship. And then when you see him, he looks like a fucking monster. Like a like, monster. Yeah, because like, oh, he makes himself look like that. It's the Undertaker. Yeah, it's like the bong. Damn, dude. So there's like this whole... And he wanted all people, on everyone on his ship, to also like carry that image with them. So like, oh, it's like, like you selling her Blackbeard? He's like, he's fucking crazy, dude. Did he have, <laughs> did he have a parrot? <laughs> no, no. I have a parrot that's all black. Like, yeah, all black. So it could be all a crow. Black. He's like, what the? F-? Yeah, yeah, yeah. big ass crow on his back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, so then get his his fame got so big that other pirates would copy his flag, so that they when they're sailing, and, and people they would think see, it's they, him. They yeah. think them, but then he they they might have killed people under his name without him actually having. So the what flag what at would all. happen if he if he was like sailing down and then he saw my ship, for example? And you, Blackbeard, there goes the dead boner. It's like, oh, he's me, baby. No, and yeah, so like, oh, go fucking get his shit. No, we were talking about the the in a, the horny gold episode where they did the Republic of Pirates, and there was all these pirate captains that would mingled in the so right. So they would meet. A pirate captains always would say, dictate, tell them like, oh, I'm gonna be going this way, so don't fuck on my route. Oh, okay. You go this way, I won't fuck on your route. And if we end up meeting together, let's just go hang out and party. There's a lot of times like like oh, tight. even like Charles Vane, like they met up one time on an island and they spent two weeks getting fucking drunk on the island Hell partying yeah. with all their crews and together. Like, hey, hey, let's go to an island with the twenty eight wenches. Yeah, that's but like none of them. The only one that had, ever had wenches on his ship was Calico boy. Jack and my ship too. And dead boner. Yeah. <laughs> so the Calico Jack was also in in with since he was friends, he was the the first mate for. Charles Vane and Charles Vane and Blackbird were close. Calico Jack was also involved in that shit too. So all these pirate captains that sailed in this area were pretty much all. Um, That's kind of sick though. So if you like, ahoy, Blackbeard, would it be tight? To, it'd be most baller to uh, sail with you. Yeah, yeah you bon- made the dead boner sail with you. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that's what most like. So this is how usually it would run, right? Like there's the one main ship with the one captain. And then there's like two smaller ships that sailed alongside on the sides. Yeah, the sides. Yeah. So like, like the smaller sloops. Like the Queensland Revenge was like a brig. There was a bigger boat. Uh, 
So he would have his main crews there. He would have his two top, top two other guys, Mr. Hands or probably Black Hands. Caesar. Clamps. Yeah, clamps. <laughs> on the on captaining on the other side. But they all took orders from Blackbeard. So like, hey, we're going to, like, let's vote where we're going to sell to. He's like, all right, let's sell to uh, Virginia. He's like, okay, that was like all three of them would sell to Virginia. And then it's like, oh, we see, we see a ship. It's like, okay, now Cap Blackbeard would be in command. He'd do his whole, like, regalia, like all the things that they do, like make himself all look all gnarly. You gotta get all Halloween. He <laughs> also invented Halloween. Yes, I gotta get Halloween with it. And then, he, then they would all, the, the two smaller ships would fly, uh, would sail aside the ship they were gonna attack. Blackbeard's ship would come at it, but they were already, like, surrounded by the other two ships. Yeah. And then Steve Bonnet was the other one that posed the captain that he discussed earlier that would sail with Blackbeard. Blackbeard just basically took over. So that's the first start. That's we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna delve more yeah. into like the history because like now it's like what is that twenty minutes? It's perfect. So, yeah. share. Shout out to all the neighbors. Yeah. Also, like I got I got sliced in this one. We're too excited. I Yeah.